0: This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson, from the Bay to L.A. and beyond, baby. Beyond takes us, you know, past the stars, past the galaxies, past the Milky Way. Like, we're talking light years, where signals are being sent, like, not like vibrations, but... Vibrations, wavelengths, just being received and coming back. Where do you think this new emerging technology is coming from? The signals are bouncing all around. I'm I'm so excited if you can't hear it in my voice. I I I just received a a call, or actually I received a call a few days ago, but this was like a follow-up. And today's podcast is about (laughs) follow-up. It's about follow-up, follow through, and I want—I don't know what the word I want to use to say this. We're gonna—we're gonna have a conversation, or I'm gonna have a conversation with the universe right now, and anyone else who listens to this on Mother Earth about the color of our skin. Oh yeah, color of our skin. Let's talk about this one because, yeah, let's talk about this because. It is 2020, the planet, let me take you there, let me take you there, just, just roll with me for a minute, grab the popcorn if you need to, grab the popcorn, some nuts and berries, uh, your drink, your juice, and, and I just want you to find a comfortable position, and just relax yourself before I go in, I don't know what's going to come out, I'm just going to speak, speak my spirit, I'm not speaking my mind, I'm speaking my spirit today um in its fullness in its full capacity as much as i can there might be a few curse words dropped here and there please excuse me i can't i can't it, it seems like sometimes you gotta drop a cuss bomb every now and then just for people to take you seriously seriously i've been in meetings where somebody dropped the f-bomb he's like you know what that guy's serious because can't be dropping no f-bombs in the meeting partner so yeah today uh unexcusable um um i'm not offering any excuses for the language that would be spoken it's all a language right it's all a language how you receive it is how you receive it and i just like i said if this your first or I say all the time if this is your first or last time. That's what we say at church. If this your first or last time, I like to stand up and I thank you for coming. I like to thank you for coming. Everybody, give them a warm welcoming. Everybody, give each other a hug. So much for hugging. So much for hugging people. Anyway, we're talking about um, the color of our skin excuses i forget the other thing but it's just going to come out like i said I had a great conversation and follow through follow through yeah follow through see how it came back see how it came back um follow through follow through in my in my over 3 decades of um work experience follow through i learned follow through in my first My very first job ever and my very first job paying job ever was um, for McDonald's and it was the McDonald's, the historic McDonald's. It's still there like eons later on the corner of university and Shattuck. I'll never forget it. Um, But here's the thing about the first job and follow through and, and and stuff about, you know, color of our skin. It's all correlated today people if you can stay on board um i did not i actually didn't want to work at mcdonald's for two reasons um it just seemed stereotypical at the moment that when you went to a mcdonald's it was all black people and it was cool but remember i i I grew up cooking and baking early on, so I knew what that entailed, and I'm like, yo, I'm not, you <laughs> can't pay me for this, yo, you can't, what? Nah, and I don't even like meat, I don't even like burgers, I didn't eat burgers, I didn't have a burger until I started working at McDonald's, and that was only because I cooked it, and I put what I wanted on it, and once I figured out what a uh, Big Mac sauce was, I was like, Dude, if you ever come near me with some Big Mac sauce, I will smack you into next week. <laughs> I do not do Big Mac sauce, and so I was trying to avoid um, working there. And plus, I knew a lot of a lot of my buddies, you know, had jobs at McDonald's. So where did I go? I went to uh, this yogurt place that was just opening. It was right there on Shattuck. Um, and I went. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm mixing things up. The yogurt place was after. And that's a different story of, of, of the yogurt spot. That was actually after McDonald's. So where did I go first? And it's all it's all correlated. Thank you, universe, for connecting and, 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 and put me back on on course on what and what happened. Um, I went to because I love fashion. I've always loved fashion. Fashion is something that's in my genes. If you ever see my mother dress up and my grandmother, even to this day, my grandmother, people stopping her and in going into the casino. My God, baby, where you get that outfit? My grandmother, like, I sold it myself. What you think? Anyway, so fashion has always been my thing. And so I, I went to work in Mills Outpost. So I go to the Mills Outpost, not even knowing one of my boys worked there. I didn't know he even worked. there. I just, I filled out an application. And and then uh, when I got hired, you know, I was like, dude, you work here? He's like, yeah, man. What? I was like, yeah. I said, I just. So here's what happened. I came to Miller's Outpost before McDonald's. I came to McDonald's, uh, Miller's Outpost, they had a, a for hiring sign. So I go in um, and I see this uh, assistant, black woman. I said, Hey, yeah, I'm, uh, I like to get an application to, uh, you know, apply for the position. Uh, and it's like, what's the position? She's like, Oh, we're hiring for stock and stock persons and floor salesmen, cashiers, hold on. I was like, okay, cool. I'll apply. She said, you have any experience? I said, no, I'm 16. I just turned 16, you know, so, you know, I can work now. I'm, you know, this is how I get my experience. Right. (laughs) She's like, uh, no. I was like, huh? She's like, no, we're only hiring people with experience right now. And I'm looking, I'm like, are you are you shitting me right now? She's like, yeah, yeah. So you get some experience and come on back and then, you know, we we can work something. I was like, wow, wow. That damn near burned uh uh <laughs> it burned something in my memory because I I still remember it. But I, I just kind of I just kind of took a step back at that point. I was like, well, here's a sister in the position to actually bypass. I don't even know if that's a r- actual rule that they, that they impose. I'd never heard of that before. Actually, I think I asked my auntie because she worked, she was uh, like the head honcho uh, human resources for workers comp. So I was, that was my connection. I was, always talking to my auntie about, you know, professionalism, um, so I was like, great, um, all right, whatever, I guess I gotta go to McDonald's, I have no choice now, um, or what other choices do I have, um, I was still in school, so I'm trying to, and it's September, I'm not Trying to ask my mother, keep asking my mother for money for lunch. So I I see one of my boys who worked at that McDonald's. I said, dude, I got I got to work, man. I got to get a job. He's like, oh, come come to the one in Berkeley, man. You love it, man. Ask for Doug. Doug's super cool. Um, and I'll tell him you are coming through. And trust me, you 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 have a job. Right away, so I came through, caught the bus. Um, well, that's all we had was the bus. Uh, filled out the application, and right away, Doug, Doug, talked to me right then and there. And Doug was, Doug was cool. Doug was this this white dude. Uh, he's old school. Now this was the even though this was the, it's like eighty, the eighties, mid eighties, right? Mid 80s, Doug Doug had red hair, like Sandy Blonde Red Hair, and one of those thick porn star mustaches. <laughs> but and he was so energetic, he was bouncing. oh why these you know he's he's kind of cleaning up as he's you know trying to do stuff i'll be with you for right right away and so he looks at my application looks at me he's like great okay so uh this will be your first job he's like cool man we're hiring and uh oh you're i hear your friend of maurice cool um when can you st- uh can you come through at this time we're gonna do orientation this that, and another I was like cool um and then I got the job right away. No, no, nothing. No, whatever. It's like, we'll hire you? And this, you know, Berkeley is super diverse, has always been like that. As far as I, you know, have, have seen. And I was just discovering Berkeley at that, at that time, you know, living in Oakland, growing up in Oakland. I was just discovering Berkeley on my own. Um, got the job excelled in like three months to employee of the month people were giving me raises I wasn't even asking for I've never asked for a raise before in my life you want to hear that I have never asked for extra money or a raise in my life I probably should have <laughs> at some points, but I was always given like look you you're doing an excellent job We, I, I talked to HR or I talked to so and so you know and we got you some more money. You, you OK with that? Because you, you're doing a great. Trust me, you're doing a great job. All right. Cool. That's how people have been with me all of my life, because it wasn't about working for the man or any. I don't even know what that means. I have no idea what that term means because it's never been applicable in my journey working for the man. Come on, man. Don't get me started. <laughs> I needed a job. I needed to work. I needed to bring in money and help my family, help myself. I'm, I don't. I don't like as a uh, a teenager growing up in the eighties asking my mother for money that she ain't got. <laughs> that right there, just grown ass man or grown kid, teenager, whatever. At that point, I was. I had taken kind of the role of you know, the man of the house. There was never a man of the house. But once my brother took off, you know, who's who's left? Me. And mom's. And their mom's boyfriends, but he wasn't playing that role. He was just like, look, you know, thank God for your kids, but you know, I'm I'll make my own. <laughs> Seriously. Really awesome dude, though. But um not it not at one point had I ever looked at my skin color and said, you know, no one will ever hire me because of my skin color ever, never, never even came into my, my, my thought process. Um, why not? Because I, I was always exposed to diversity, you know, um, the only time I didn't really see diversity uh, was at the church. When we started going to this really big church, when my grandparents passed, um, we had a little small church, and um, there was a few white folks who used to come through and, you know, have church with us. We thought it was the best. Sometimes my, my grandfather would pick people up and bring them to our church. And so I was exposed to that early on. Plus, you know, I grew up, come on, Oakland was super diverse, too, so I don't, I don't get when people start talking about, you know, I, I don't, I don't get it. So, um, having that, you know, I, I just, and no one ever made fun of the color of my skin. And I know guys shades and shades darker than me. They never, they never, if they did have a problem with the color of the skin, you never saw it. Because they were just always smiling, laughing, and having fun. You know, no one made... You know, and, and maybe they did. Maybe they did. And we didn't know it. You know, because in the group of guys that I would hang out with, you know... I didn't hang out with a lot of people, but when I did... You know, we were all different shades of color. So it's like, what? And my brother, he's super light skin with red hair. Um... So I never got that, but it's interesting that, and I'm bringing this up because, you know, with the convert, the follow through call I got today, it was, it was absolute, absolute, you know, and one of the things he said, he said, you know, the, this, this, this project that we're, we're going to be working on, you know, it's not brothers it's it's others I said that's even better <laughs> that's I said this this project is sounding better by the moment and I'm not saying that to say that I don't want to work with our people but when it comes to our people man we got some serious serious deep-rooted hang-ups about business and the color of our skin and I've never played that that card or that role doesn't apply to to my existence and I've been here long enough. And I've observed enough in business, in in family, and everything to to not have that be an issue. So I don't get it. And hey, so this all comes up because I, I remember, and I hope my brother hears this. Yeah, I have a I have like seven, eight brothers, you know, all over the place. There's one brother, you know, he calls me a couple weeks ago, or uh, six months ago. Six months ago. It's been six months now. I hadn't heard from him in a while. He calls me. And not sure why he called, but he called me. Maybe I called him. I'm not sure. He called me back. And we have about, we have like a two-hour conversation. And it's uh, mostly him. I'm just listening. And I'm hearing his story. He's telling me about, you know, how he had hang-ups about the color of his skin. Because he's, he's about two shades darker than me, you know. A little on the heavier side, you know, and and always been that. But, you know, I I was kind of shocked that he was, you know, saying that he, you know, he had some problems with that. You know, growing up, people calling him names, this, that, and the other. I was like, yeah, man, but you act like you, (laughs) You, you're the first one to have issues about your color. I said, I mean, have you picked up a history book lately? Do you? Can you imagine what the folks doing the civil rights went through because of the color of skin? You, you you had to go to therapy to get over that? I get it, I'm glad you take took therapy. I think everybody needs to take therapy. I, I, I went in therapy, I actually turned myself in. <laughs> Doc was like, what's going on? I said, everything. He said, well, how's your life? I said, messed up. <laughs> Well, where do we start from the beginning? (laughs) Let's start from the beginning. If you are having an issue or you know somebody that has an issue with the color of their skin, whether it's black or white, therapy, you need some therapy. You need some serious therapy. Um, This isn't a self analysis thing. This isn't something that you make up as you go. you're gonna and and I I would say that you need some therapy with a therapist that is not the color of your skin what's interesting is that when I went into therapy or I yeah when I when I went into therapy I was maybe six weeks in and it was this it was this white dude and I'm like I said I'm comfortable with people I don't care about color of skin and all this and and so but the the main counselor asked me she said so how do you think things are going I was like yeah it's cool you know it had only been like six weeks and I'm like look I've lived about two decades at this time I mean it's there's a lot to cover in six weeks and I I feel better than I did and she was like you think you'll be more comfortable with with a with a with a African-American counselor I said doesn't matter to me but if you think it matters you no know, that's fine and um so they switched it up and I, the brother's cool he's cool uh he was trying to push these meds on me <laughs> but i was like sure man i'll whatever i just need to sleep i think i'm feeling or i'm feeling a whole lot better just about life period you know i understand death is inevitable You know, and who says that death is a bad thing, people say. And now that's that was the basis of my therapy, because my I just moved to L.A. County and maybe two years in or just when I felt like I was really getting into the groove of, you know, oh, I can do this Southern California thing. I get the call from my brother that my auntie passed. I heard it in his voice and my heart just sunk. I was like, you, I don't even, what? And, um, so yeah, um, we don't, we don't, we, we got to move forward from these hangups because that's all it is. It's, it's, it's hangups. It's generational hangups. You know, someone says, look, someone, Said something really, really off the wall to me um, in a professional setting. And it's it set me off. It really set me off. And I learned I had to go through therapy again. But this time, because I had learned in the initial process, I just referred back to notes. And I've been able to help myself, help myself really go with them. Um, but even like, you know, this, this pandemic or within the past year, I would say, you know, once I had the injury and I had to, or I would say when I moved out of my space and I, or I had to move out of my space and then followed up with the injury, that was huge. And I, I just felt like the universe wanted me to see some things that I wouldn't have never Uncovered. The experience that I had over the past year, I would have never, I would have left LA and never, never really got into what the hell is going on here in LA County. I would have never gotten to that point. But I got to that point, and I'm telling you, it's not good. It's still not good And I don't see it getting Better At all The call I received The follow up call I received Was from A brother who I met Um Yeah I met him last No I met him Four years ago I think Maybe three years ago Anyway Real cool cat And real level headed Dude And you know, it, it's the it's the it's the common respect of follow through and and everything. You know, when you meet somebody right off the back, you either you either love them or you hate them, and that's been the basis of my walk through life. Even in the interview with Doug, you know, right off the back, love Doug. I was like, if that's if that guy is going to be the manager. This job is easily done, and that's what it was. You know, he he trusted me enough to say, "Look, you know, I'm looking into your eyes." Because he did look in my eyes. He we looked eye to eye, and he was like, "Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, we can we can we can bring you on board easily." You know, blah blah. blah. What 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 do you what do you really like to do? He, he said, what, "What would you what would you like to do here?" I said, "Dude, management. Of course, I got to move up the ranks quick. I'm not I'm not one of these." burger flipping cashier dudes I I got to be a manager it's like cool just do you be be who you are and move up the ranks now here's this thing right here peep this because I may have owned a McDonald's by now (laughs) so what happened and then I'm gonna cut this podcast because it's it's a beautiful day it's a beautiful day it's a beautiful it's always beautiful day but when the sun shows up I'm like, what? got to get out there and soak up some of that so like i said within three months you know i excelled to employee of the month i could run the whole back operation dropping burgers here dropping filet of fish fries you know fries timers blah blah calling out the burgers you know dumping burgers just the whole operation I was ready to rock and cashier never came up short um, on my register um, I wasn't about you know a few cats would come through and think they can you know you can get them a free fries or extra burger and all that I was like Psh, whatever dude you know you ain't got no money you don't need to be at McDonald's <laughs> that's just the bottom line why would I sacrifice my job to give you free food one we're not friends two I don't know you. Three, this is my job, partner. So I, I learned a lot early on in life about people, places, color. None of it matters. You know what matters? Your heart. Your heart, where it's at. You know, how you navigate with your heart. It, you know, it's in the studies and sciences and now. Proving that, you know, the brain isn't what it, what people, what they have thought it was. The heart is actually more of the first brain than the brain is. Imagine that. Just, just let that sit with you for a minute. How the connectivity is actually, if you navigate from your heart, how much more better your life could be the compassion because see the the brain is it's so complicated it's ridiculous i mean scientists have been trying to uncover the mysteries for this for for years and 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 they're getting close with the technology they can never duplicate god but they they're gonna try or they're trying but there's still stuff they just don't know and they'll never know I mean, if they knew, if, if if source wanted you to how to duplicate man? How, why are you going to duplicate man in the first place? I don't want to go on a tangent. I gotta, I gotta go, people. This has been the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. We got so much awesomeness about the. It's it's a beautiful time. It's a beautiful world. You're a beautiful person. You deserve a beautiful life. Get rid of the hang-ups. You know, what What you see is not what you, what is. Um, it's a lot of illusions going on here. And, and a lot of sickness, too. A lot of sickness. And not just the people that are walking around on the streets, you know, sick or whatever, talking to themselves. The biggest amount of sickness are the ones that are I'm ending so ask your divine inner spirit for the answer place your hand on your heart oh didn't I wasn't I just talking about the heart (laughs) place your hand on the heart and ask your divine inner spirit the answer to your question quiet your mind and allow any thoughts feelings to come to you act upon these that's deep and I've, I've, I've done that before. I, I, I know I've learned it from somewhere, some course of study, but in doing it, it's, it's astronomical it, and it, you do it often. It's, it's astronomical of, 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 of what happens. It, I mean, when you really go into it, when you really ask, just ask. Don't ask anybody else. Don't ask. They don't know nothing about you, about your soul. Ask within. Go within. Just ask. See what comes up and write it down. The affirmation is uh, my divine inner spirit always knows what's best for me. On that note, I'm out of here. For the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. Share the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Trust me, there's so much coming up. I don't want you to miss it. I want you to be a part of this. And um, God bless you on your journey. All right. Peace.